to golf better at Worldwide Golf Shops. Episode 187. Hello, everyone. My name is Tom Brissell, and Happy New Year. Happy 2016 to you. With the absolute incredible year we had last year in golf, we can't wait to get this one started. And here to kick it off this year with us is our good friend. He is the president of Wilson Golf up in Chicago, Illinois. Mr. Tim Clark. Tim, thanks so much for joining us, man. It's great to have you. Oh, thanks for having me. Great to be here. It has been a long time since you and I caught up, and we've never had you on with our listeners, Tim. But, hey, before we get into what's going on with Wilson staff and Wilson Golf right now, because it's a big deal is happening right now, talk a little bit about the history of Wilson Golf. I'm not sure that all our listeners, are, I'm sure many of them know, but about the heritage and the, and the 60 plus major championships and all. Yeah, Tom, I think, you know, you know, when you talk about a storied brand, I don't think there's any brand in golf uh, that has the, the authenticity as Wilson. When you think back, uh, you know, it's, it's a hundred year old brand. Uh, we're the last, uh, you know, one of the original golf brands, the oldest golf brand still thriving. McGregor was uh, a little uh, older than Wilson were in 1914. McGregor was, uh, I think, uh, 1894. And then obviously Spalding, another brand, Top Flight and all that was, uh, was a little bit older than us also. So, uh, clearly, uh, times have changed and those brands no longer compete in the golf space as, as, uh, national global type companies. But, uh, we're excited to be where we're at. We have 61 major championships in irons, which is more than any other brand in golf. Something we're very pr- proud of and something we want to build on. And that's been kind of the work the last you know five six years is, is getting our tour staff and getting some players like Troy Merritt and Brendan Steele some younger players that we feel that uh, can step up and fill those shoes of a Padraig Harrington uh, who obviously won three majors for us back in 2008. Yeah Padraig was kind of your first out there on tour and then suddenly like you said Brendan and the others it's really been a good thing. Yeah, we had, you know, and again, when you think, of, you know, I, I always go back, you know, the, the thing that's interesting is people talk about Wilson Golf and uh, they talk about the heritage of it. You know, you go back to, you know, we started uh, the advisory staff in sports in Wilson Golf. And, uh, you know, our, one of our first endorsees was Mr. Gene Sarazen, who, uh, who had a lifetime contract with us. And, uh, you know, the, the, and the way we work, and we still work our advisory staff similar today, where we use those players to give us input and, and direction and what they're looking for, what they feel they need to play better, uh, whether that be in irons or, you know, Kevin Struman had a lot of input on the latest metal wood. And, uh, so a lot of exciting things going back. And, and I always look back to when you think back to 1934, Gene Sarazen invented the sand wedge. He, he was his idea and he brought that idea to us. We made it for him. And it was a wedge that he ended up going out and winning eight tournaments with a couple majors. And the fun thing about that story was he would take the wedge out of his bag so no, no competitors could see it. And, uh, you know, those are the things that we expect and hope to do with our advisory staff. And you can go back to the 8802 putter, which was originally called, originally called the Arnold Palmer putter because it was built directly for Mr. Palmer. Uh, he wanted a played style putter and kind of those specs that we, we used in that project were really around his vision, uh, and hence the 8802, the Arnold Palmer original was changed to the 8802 when we no longer had affiliation with him, but that's another historic product that uh, went out to win many majors on its own. 
Well, you touched on two things in the past that are near and dear to me that I'll never get rid of. One is my Wilson 8802 putter from the ninth grade, and the other was a, a Christmas present I kind of gave myself two years ago, Tim. It's kind of funny. I had the old Wilson Dynapower sandwich, and I sent it off to get it redone, completely redone. I still haven't hit it. It's so beautiful. Yeah, I don't yeah, want to no, touch no. it. And I think, you know, and that's, that, you know, and that's where I think the authenticity and craftsmanship, you know, that's what's exciting about, you know, getting ourselves back into the right order. We really put a lot of effort into reconnecting with the craftsmanship and workmanship in our products. And if you look at our irons and our wedges and our metalwoods, uh, you know, we've really, really spent the last five to seven years not only elevating performance and engineering, but also the industrial design to make them look desirable. And, and that's been a big part of our, our cultural change here at Wilson. Um, and I think it's been a big part of our success, not only great performance in the products that we've put out in the recent history, but also uh, clearly very nice aesthetics. Tim Clark, president of Wilson Golf, joining us. Tim, something hitting right now. I mean, it's right in stores today as we speak, the launch of the C200 irons, and it's literally changed iron innovation. Please talk about that a little bit. Yeah, I, I think, you know, we are, this is this is really, a, you know, our innovation team has knocked it out of the park here. We, we challenged them to make an iron that, that uh, performed better and as long as anything ever produced in the marketplace. And uh, what we did is we, uh, they came to, came to us with a project about two years ago and said, this thing we think can work. We put a lot of additional R&D and resources in behind fast-tracking this concept, and it's really called flex face technology. And what it creates is, uh, if you look at the face of the new C200 with flex face, it has basically through holes, power holes that go through the through the perimeter of the head of the iron. And uh, you know, when we first started this project through preliminary testing, it was amazing the CTs or the the face speeds we could actually get. Uh, some of them obviously over the the legal limit, but. Uh, from a business side, we obviously were able to develop them into where we got, we got CTs in the 240s, which puts it into the fastest iron in the market. Developing something like that on the edge so much, I'm sure you had our friends at the USGA and the Royal and Ancient involved a little bit in this, right? You had to get oh, them. Oh, yeah, and get we, their, we were uh, early yeah. with them, yes. Um, and you know, and again, our you know we've we've always believed in, in the integrity of the game, and, and conformance is a big part of that. Uh, so we definitely involved them early on. Not only in the concept of the iron, and they both both groups felt it was a very unique iron, a very creative way to address the iron category. Uh, and uh, you know, we got uh, their their conformance and, and and blessing to move forward with it. So, uh, bottom line is, we have a USGA RNA conforming iron that really is the fastest iron uh, in the marketplace coming out this week. Well, Tim, what about the the tour players? You got some athletes out there. I'm sure they tested it. What kind of feedback did you get from them? Yeah, I think the craziest thing was, you know, Brendan Steele was, I, I happened to be in California when we brought him the three iron. And I always like to, you know, I don't do, I don't, I don't get to see a lot of actual player testing, but the C200 was with Flexface was so interesting. Uh, we were at his club and Brendan started hitting this thing and you could just tell by his face, you know, he hit the first one and he kind of looked at it, looked back, asked for what the yardage was and our, our, uh, our tour guys like, uh, that went 248 in the air, 263 carry. And so he hits another one and then it's 249, 264. And it was so funny because Brendan actually stops. He walks back to the, you know, to the screen on TrackMan because I think he honestly thought the numbers were not real. 
And uh, so to see a guy hit hit a new product like that and basically just say, you know, this is a game changer for him because it, it changes how he would approach a golf course because he had such control. And one of the things that's interesting about this iron, Tom, is because of the through holes, it really is a very high MOI iron because it, the, the weight is actually pulled further back and away from the face. So it's a really stable iron. So that's what he really liked about it is he was hitting just bullets. And, again, I, you know, three irons at 248, 249, I, I, way out of my league, but uh, clearly for PGA Tour players it's pretty exciting. Yeah, and you're just not taking loft off the club and dialing it down. You're you something. This flex face technology. Talk. What do you think, Tim, for iron innovation in the future, and maybe hybrids and other categories? You see, see that going that route? Yeah. Well, it's a patented. Uh, it's a patent pending technology for us. So clearly, for us, uh, we believe we, we. You know, we believe our innovation team has really advanced the game and allowed us to take some products that maybe were hard to innovate and actually take it into different areas and obviously do different things. So. I would expect to see more flex-based uh, designs from from our team here in the next 12 to 24 months. Uh, we believe in the technology, and clearly one thing about golf, and obviously Wilson's a great brand, and we compete in so many sports, whether it be the original, you know, the only game ball in the NFL and every Super Bowl ever played to, you know, the number one tennis brand in the world. We got a lot, of, a lot of uh, a lot of sister sister divisions here that are very smart and very bright, and and so when you see them looking at the technology, trying to figure out how they can use it in some of their products. That's usually a pretty good sign, Tom, that you're onto something big. Hey, Tim, if you would talk a little bit about your field crossover distance platform and how that fits in, this iron fits into that category. Yeah, and, and you know what, we really, you know, one of the big changes, you know, that I, I kind of pushed hard on when I took the, I got this opportunity was to really kind of let's, let's stop thinking like we do in a, in a meeting room and let's really think about being a consumer. And, you know, what's the consumer when he, when the consumer walks into, to an Edwin Watts and they, or, or Roger Dunn, and they walk up and they're 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 getting that first engagement. What are the things that 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 they they are going through? And so we did a lot of we did a lot of study and a lot of consumer research. And the big thing was trying to identify. Most players are confused about what they should be getting. You know, everyone's marketing 17 yards longer, 15 yards longer. So our theory was let's first get them into the right category of play. And FCD is very simple. It's uh, uh, D, D is for distance. So that's the player that needs to hit the ball as far as possible. And that's about 55% of the golfers in the market. Then on the F side, we call that the field category. And that is the tour player, the lower handicapper, the the player that really isn't looking to hit it further, but really is all about finesse and control and feel. And then the big category, and actually the growing category, is that C category. And that's either a deep player, a distance player, who's gotten more serious about their game. So the C is a crossover category, so maybe a little bigger iron, but it still looks like an iron. And um, and they're looking for, you know, a little bit more of a player's look. Or it's, it's the F player that... You know, has been a low handicapper, and maybe age or lack of time to play the game is starting to affect them, and they're looking for a little technology help. So, FC and D uh, feel crossover and distance are the categories. And when we market products, we basically, from our innovation team, we're building to fit each of those slots. 
And it's, uh, to me, it's, it keeps things very organized. It makes it easy to talk and articulate the story to the consumer. And most importantly, and I think for all of us in the golf space, it allows us to give the consumer the right product for the game, which hopefully will allow them to have more fun playing, which will get them to play more golf, or more importantly, retain them in the game of golf. Because as you know, we in the industry still are struggling to get our game to a healthy state. We don't have the growth that we need uh, in play to support you know, to support this great industry, and we, we got to really work at that as, a, as, a, as an industry as a whole, not just Wilson. But we try to do it through very simplistic ways of talking to consumers. I know one other way you did it, and I'll shift gears real quick, was with that golf ball, the Wilson Duo. Boy, you guys knocked it out of the park of that a few years ago. Talk about the Duo. Yeah, you know, low compression was interesting. We, uh, again, as we made the move to consumer research, the one thing we found is that basically 80, 80% of players tested would, if in blind play tests, would always pick out the softest golf ball. So back in... You know, when we launched Staff Titanium, we learned that actually first back then because Staff Titanium was about 20 points softer than anything else in the marketplace. So with that, we really decided let's go after this low compression platform and because we knew it worked. And if you could get a ball that could could hold up and be as durable but be a much better feeling ball around the green, we knew it was going to win. And that's hence where Duo came in. Uh, you know, the original Duo was basically at uh, 39 points of compression, you know, softest ball in the game, and it has been revived now to where it's 29 points of compression, softest golf ball in the world. Uh, we've got people chasing low compression now, but, again, it's one of those nice things when you're the leader and you develop the category, it puts you out in front of it. So not only do we have the Duo two-piece ball, this year we'll be launching Duo urethane, which will be the softest urethane golf ball in the market. And, again, the big thing to get over in this, Tom, is that soft, Low compression is not for slow swing speeds. It's not for seniors. It's not for women. It's just a measurement of feel. And the realities are the performance characteristics in low or high swing speeds are the same. Now, it does perform slightly better for slower swing speeds, and it does perform slightly better in cold conditions. But the reality is uh, it's a great product, and it really is for everybody. And you'll see a lot of a lot of competitive companies right now kind of chasing our lead, trying to get their balls into soft categories but if you're talking about your scoring distance from 120 yards in you want something that's soft you know you want something that you have feel with that that's what you're looking for well i think any you know you talk to you know you talk to tour players you talk to you know low handicappers you talk to avid the one thing you know all golf balls are round and white and have dimples so the one thing that they do notice is how far does the ball go Number one, and number two, how does it sound? And and and, and we we talk about feel, but the reality is, when you do consumer testing, the people say, "Well, feel soft." Normally, it's not feel; it's actually the what they hear, and they hear it off the putter, and they, it, it's a much it's a much softer sound. So that that's but which is a direct reflection of, of compression. But the reality is, to the actual consumer, the test is what does it sound like? Because you really don't feel it softer; you hear it softer. So it's definitely an area we're we're focused on and and uh you know to be able to bring world-class products in all categories whether it be a two-piece uh you know distance ball uh urethane tour caliber ball or a three-piece spin ball uh duo family has it all which is pretty exciting and and it's the lowest compression in each of those categories 
Well, with the duo and the C200, I think, again, you've not only knocked it out of the park, Tim, you got a grand slam home run. Uh, final words for our listeners here at Worldwide Golf Shops, Edwin Watts Golf and all the brands under the Worldwide Golf family. Yeah, I, well, I think it's always great. You know, Worldwide and, and, and the family has always been a good partner of ours, and, and we love the opportunity of, of, of having our products in, in the shops. And most importantly, at least, you know, when you go in and you get fitted by your, your Worldwide team, whether it be Roger Dunn, Edwin Vans, wherever you're at, in the country, the exciting thing is you're getting high-quality trained employees that are actually authorized and work with us as far as training and understand our fitting system so that when you're buying a product, you're getting a product that really fits your game. And in this day and age, the one thing I'll say to anybody out there listening, you know, go in, see your see your golf shop, see your, see your expert on the floor, tell them what you're trying to do, help them. Uh, get some time with them to dial your game in because there is no doubt that custom fitting and with all all of the with all the trackman devices and, and, and ball speed devices in your shops, you can get a true fitting that will definitely take a few shots off your game and ultimately make it a more enjoyable experience. Tim Clark, thanks so much, man. Let's do it again sometime soon. Great talk to you. Have a great year, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for the time. There you have it, the first interview of the year, first podcast of the year with the president of Wilson Golf, Mr. Tim Clark. And like Tim said, well, let's get out there. There's no reason to not be custom fit today with everything out there as far as track man, launch monitors, everything to have the right clubs in your bag and go out there and give these C200s a shot. They are something else, and the technology is just off the planet. Well, special thanks again to Tim for joining us and for you, our listeners, and we will do it again next time when we have another episode of Golf Better at WorldwideGolfShops.com. So long, everyone. 